All right. All right. Hope that y'all are doing good today. I am Jerry Thomas with Robotic, and I'm excited that you're joining me today. Had to get a couple of things situated, so sorry for the slight delay, but I hope that you are doing great today because I got a special announcement at the end of this video. But before I do that, make sure if it is your first time that you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment on our page at Robotic1212. I really appreciate your feedback. Again, make sure you follow us at Robotic1212 where we will continue to give you latest updates as it relates to holistic health. Okay, so tonight's topic, we are getting into five nutrition myths debunked, okay? And so these are, you know, different myths in nutrition that have been shared. And a lot of them really don't have a lot of weight in terms of facts or truth. And so I want to go through these, break them down, because I think many times we can hear things that sound like they are true, but in fact, they're not really true. And so it's important that we really get to, to the source and really understand, okay, what are the facts and how can I use this for my everyday life? Okay, so if that sounds good to you, I am going to jump right into it. Okay, so for the first one, nutrition myth that is being debunked is non-nutritive non sweeteners are healthy for you. Non-nutritive sweeteners are healthy for you. So that is a myth. And when you really think about it, because people look at the labels and they see, okay, zero sugar added, and you see the sweetener, it's like, oh, this is not adding any sugar, which is a demon to my health. But you have to realize that while you may not see a number per se on the food label, what I am more concerned with is not necessarily the number. Of course, the number is important, but how does that particular ingredient respond to my body? And you also have to look at it versus short-term and long-term. You know, if I am taking in certain ingredients often, then you really have to start to question, okay, how is this going to impact my body long-term and what are the effects? And today there haven't been any negative effects on the body. However, you have to realize that when it comes to sweeteners, they, from at least from some of the articles that I have read, they can alter your gastrointestinal tract or they can interfere with certain processes that your body may go through naturally. And so it can throw off your systems slightly. And like I said, these are just a few of the articles I read. So it hasn't been anything that's mainstream, but I, you know, can say that non-nutritive sweeteners are not pass-free option when it comes to trying to lower your sugar. And I'll get to that later. But non-nutritive sweeteners, don't look at them as, you know, they are the healthiest thing, you know, you know, especially if you're trying to avoid sugar, because there's more information about how you can continue to consume foods that have sugar without it affecting you negatively. So that is one myth. The second one is a detox diet will cleanse the toxins from your body. 
So if you ever heard people saying, you know, I need to start a detox diet, I, you know, I really need to start juicing. And don't get me wrong, juicing has uh, great benefits. You know, it can really get your body rejuvenated. But one thing I will say is that can be false because when you really think about it, for you to look at detox as the top way of cleansing your body of toxins is false. You have to realize your body is already going through a cleansing um, period every day through your liver, which basically filters out all the contaminants in your body, whatever you put in, juices, things of that na nature. Your liver is pretty much going through a filtering system. It's pretty much filtering out your gastrointestinal tract and your kidneys. These are already set up to really filter out a lot of things in your body. The issue comes when we avoid eating whole foods, healthy foods, you know, such as whole grain products, whole grain brown rice. Um, and I'll take it even a step further. Look at consuming whole foods that are free of, of contaminants or have little contaminants on them. And what I mean by contaminants can be anything from pesticides, herbicides, um, bugs, residue from the bugs. These are additional things that should be considered, especially, you know, when you are thinking of a detox. You know, <clears throat> I'm not going to say there's one food that is going to be the greatest when it comes to a detox because keeping a uh, varied diet, which includes whole grain products, which includes fruits and vegetables, vegetables from crucif cruciferous um, leafy greens to uh, complex starches such as zucchini, squash, um, sweet potatoes, keeping a variety. These each contain their own set of nutrients. And once you incorporate these into your diet, then this is also helping you to maintain a detox 24-7. Okay. So it's not just, you know, for a week or for a month that you're doing a detox. When you are eating these foods, like often, then your body is going to be detoxing all the time because it's it, it's on the cycle. It knows, okay, I know what this is. So as long as we keep on eating this, hey, we can process this like regularly. And so, and that works for me when we are consuming whole foods, keeping a um, a diet that is varied, that is varied, you know, when it comes to fruits, vegetables, whole grains, even lean meats, not whole fat meats, but lean meats, okay? Each of these have their own place in the diet. And so it's important that when it comes to detoxing, you know, keeping a, a plethora of foods, you know, on the table, these can help. So that was the second one. So the third one is <clears throat> gluten-free products are healthy. And this is one that I've heard for years where there are just everything that has gluten-free this, gluten-free that. And when you really think about it, some products they don't have anything to do with wheat or gluten to, to say the least, but yet they slap the claim on the label because what does it do? It gives people a peace of mind. But I'm here to tell you that gluten-free products are not really healthy because when you really think about it, gluten is primarily contained in wheat products. And so what happens is people who have a, a sensitivity to gluten, they're lining up, <clears throat> excuse me, the lining of their small intestine, um, which is called the microvilli, if I'm saying it correctly, 
it pretty much can get damaged, especially when it is sensitive to products that contain gluten. And so what happens is you have, you know, people who develop these sensitivities. And when you really look at the population um, from the last time that I researched, it was anywhere from 5% of the population that uh, of people who are gluten intolerant. But that number could have grown to maybe about 10%. However, when you really think about gluten, gluten is actually, actually providing you with nutrients because it is um, providing you with protein, okay? So the absence of that protein you know, means that you're not getting certain nutrients or amino acids. And so when people think of gluten-free, they're thinking, oh, this is healthy. As a matter of fact, it's, it's only beneficial to those who have the intolerance for gluten. It's not necessarily to say that it's healthy, but it's just an alternative, so to speak. So I want to clarify that because, you know, again, just because something is labeled free, does not necessarily give it the pass of saying that it is healthy. And so I want you to keep that in mind. Anything that you hear free, you have to really go back and look at the source of, okay, is this really good for me or do I really need this in my lifestyle? So again, these are just questions for you to ask. And this is also sharing with you that, you know, when people say gluten-free is healthy, it's not true. It's, based on, you know, those individuals who have a gluten um, intolerance, but it's not necessarily healthy to have the absence of gluten in your life. Uh, because for many people, you know, they can benefit from protein in wheat products. And so it's important that you look at your lifestyle to say, okay, do I need gluten? Do I have a sensitivity to gluten? So again, questions, you know, for you to really ask yourself, and not based it on someone else's experience, but to really think about, okay, what works for me? Okay, so we got through three so far. Fourth myth is fats are bad for you. Oh my goodness. How many times have I heard this? You know, people say that, you know, full fats are just bad. They're the devil. If I can just get rid of fat, I'll just be healthy and lean. And that is a lie, baby. <laughs> Listen, check this out. All fats are not the same. And you really have to think about it. You have products, of course, your fast food. These are fried in fats, you know, refined oil, hydrogenated oils. Look on some of the products and they'll pretty much tell you what type of fat it is. Then you have the other fats, you know, which are contained in nuts or your avocado, the healthy fats. And when you use these fats properly, they're not stored on your body, but they can actually serve as a um, kind of like an energy boost. And for me, you know, I use each of these fats, especially if I'm consuming nuts or if I ever consume an avocado, which I don't often, but mostly I will consume um, tree nuts. So from walnuts to pecans to cashews, pistachios, the list goes on, even seeds such as flax seeds, you know, Consuming these products, you know, they contain, you know, a unsaturated fats. With other types of fats, it could be saturated. And again, it also depends on how do you use these fats in your lifestyle? Are you exercising? Are you burning these fats off? It also depends on your purpose. You know, how is your lifestyle every day? If you're sitting up more than you are, you know, active, then that can also 
play a role in terms of how that Fed is stored, you know, or if that Fed is stored short term or if it's stored long term. So the notion that facts are bad for you is false. Also, when you think about, you know, facts, you have to realize that with certain foods such as kale, which I know has vitamins A, D, E, and K, um, or even certain protein um, powders, you know, for me, I, I like to choose the whole organics, but protein powders that contain vitamins A, D, E, and K, you know, they have to have, you know, a fat-soluble substance. And so with these, when you consume tree nuts that, you know, do contain a source of fat, that is how these um, vitamins can be dissolved because you have water-soluble water um, <clears throat> vitamins and then you have fat-soluble vitamins. And so you also have to realize, okay, if I get rid of fat, then how are these vitamins going to be solubilized so I can really benefit from what these vitamins have to offer? And so I want you to keep that in mind that all fats are not created equal, people. Okay, last one, and I actually did a, a video of this earlier, but last one, I think, you know, we can take it on home with this one, and that is that carbs are bad for you. And to really break this down, Again, similar to fats, all carbs are not created equal. You have your simple carbohydrates and then you have your complex carbohydrates. Your simple carbohydrates typically involve glucose um, <clears throat> and they also involve other sugars, but glucose is one that I can remember like keenly right now. But these are what you would look at as like your table sugar, honey, um, any source where once you consume that sugar, you're going to get a quick spike in your blood sugar. So these are like the, the breaking it down to the bone type of sugars. Then you have your complex sugars. These are going to be like your starches. So when you think of vegetables like potatoes, you know, which is also could be classified in the grain section, but your sweet potatoes, zucchini, squash, fruits, you know, these are going to be your complex carbs, which means that throughout the course of the day, you're going to get like a, you know, steady you know spike in your blood sugar but it's not going to throw you off it's not going to cause you to have a crash or feel just blah you know in the day or feel like man i just cannot get through this day but these are really going to provide you with the steady energy throughout the day so as you're going as you consume these fruits so if i consume you know two fruit um if i consume a peach and an apple in the morning throughout the course of the day I'm getting a steady spike in my blood sugar, but it's not throwing it off to where I'm not able to function. Also, when you think about carbs, most people tend to consume carbs that have been either refined or highly processed carbohydrates. So these can involve cookies, chips, crackers, anything that has a package, or the way I like to look at it, any, any product that typically has more than two or three ingredients on the label. Um, and some of the ingredients may include like a chemical name like sodium phosphate or sodium nitrate, which is usually found in processed meats. But typically what I'm getting at is some of these foods are highly processed, which means they contain a lot in them just in order for you to be satisfied, okay? So again, when it comes to carbs, you also have to look at like, okay, am I getting this in a whole form or am I getting this in a simple sugar form? 
because if I get this in a whole form, then, you know, no, it's not going to throw off your weight loss or it's not going to cause you to uh, gain weight. Again, it also depends on your purpose. You know, am I using this? Am I, you know, exercising? Am I getting my body movement? Are you consuming the, the proper amount of, you know, each of these foods? Because if you're doing so, then you'll realize that each of these foods, they can really fit into your diet just nicely without really throwing you off. And so, <clears throat> again, a lot of times when people, you know, say carbs are bad or fats are bad or any of these myths that I went through, a lot of times it can just come from someone getting information from a source and believing that to be the same case for them because they see some slight, they may see a slight fat in it with them and you only try you know to lose weight for two weeks or three weeks but you really have to get the information people you have to really go to the source and don't just take somebody's word even what i'm sharing with you really go to the source because you know what we're sharing here with you today i wanted to get it from the source and share with you okay i want you to know what is really going to help benefit you give you the best health results because Check this out. You only got one life to live and you can only control who you. And so why not really look into, okay, what can I really, what resources can I use to really make sure that I am good every day or I'm taking in, you know, the proper foods. I'm being aware of my environment every day. And I'm not saying you have to go out and be an advocate, you know, have a picket sign saying, you know, free the animals. I can't say that because I, I like to eat some meat too. <laughs> okay. So, but what I am saying is, you know, it's important to be mindful of, you know, some of the choices that you're making. Okay. You know, what is the difference between conventional and organic? Okay. You know, low fats and full fats. Let me really understand this so I can know how to apply this knowledge for my lifestyle. Okay. So again, we went through, uh, through five of these and I want to uh, do a recap. I may not have them fully in order, but first one was non-nutritive sweeteners are healthy for you. That was the myth. The second one is a detox diet will cleanse toxins from your body. Okay. It can have some benefits, but I'm just going to tell you that the best, you know, way to really get a good detox is to just incorporate a whole foods diet type lifestyle where you're getting a variety of whole foods in your diet. And this is really going to help your body maintain that detox system 24-7, okay? Third one is that gluten-free products are healthy, okay? Myth, because that doesn't apply to everyone. And to the, the small population that it does, you have to realize, again, that gluten is essential because it's a protein and it has... Um, again, certain nutrients that our bodies need to, you know, that are vital. So it's important to not just throw something out the window just because it sounds good or because the claim is blank free or fat free. Okay, it's important to really look at. Uh, fourth one was fats are bad for you. Fifth one was carbs are bad for you. Okay, these are myth people. Uh, make sure that anything that you hear, you go to it or if you uh, want to, you can um, shoot me the question and I'll do a video on it because, you know, I want us to really learn, um, grow from it. I don't want you to just take my word from it, but I also want you to be educated um, and use that education um, for your lifestyle so that you can um, make some great decisions in your life. So um, 
hope you enjoyed this segment. Oh, and special announcement that I have is October the 6th. Make sure, let me make sure I'm looking at my calendar correctly, but October the 6th. I want you to put that calendar on your day, on your um, on your schedule, because we are going to have a special guest come by the robotic community and share some knowledge. So I hope y'all excited for it. I'm excited for it because we get to switch it up a little bit. I know y'all probably get tired of seeing me. I hope not, but we will switch it up. We're going to have a special guest um, that is going to share some knowledge with us. Actually, um, <clears throat> I, I'll just give you a little bit. So this guest, they um, have a company, Doing Well Food Company. And so I'm excited to have them on and not going to share too much right now, but I will share more as the weeks come. But I want you to stay tuned for October 6th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure you tune in because you don't want to miss. We're going to have a great um, time interviewing. You can get to check out their website, their products, what they're doing um, in relation to holistic health. So I want you to put that date on your calendar, share it with someone, make sure you tune in. October 6th, get it on your calendar, okay? October 6th, 8 p.m. Make sure you tune in because we got a special guest stopping by, dropping some knowledge. So I hope that y'all tune in. And before you leave, make sure if you haven't done it already, subscribe to Robotty 1212. That way you can stay up to date with information as relates to holistic health. And check, check this out and listen. I'm coming out with some stuff soon, family, so I want y'all to stick around. Probably by the end of the year, we got some special announcements. I can't share a lot, but just know that I got a lot of things that I've been working on. So once I do come out with you, you'll likely see more exposure, but check this out. I want you to stay tuned. Share, um, <clears throat> share it and make sure that, uh, okay.